So I was driving back from work today and I managed to listen to three Arsenal podcasts where they were all doing their predictions and I thought I'd better do one myself. It's an awful lot of fun. Um, Arsenal Opinion, Handbrake Off and Arsenal Vision, fantastic prediction podcasts, just so much fun to listen to. Um, Here goes, I'm going to give you some thoughts and uh, hopefully some of these are a little unique. I've tried to be unique with my predictions. Diving right in here. Premier League winner, Manchester City. Now, I think Arsenal can win the Premier League. Wouldn't surprise me if they did. I want to say Arsenal. But as you'll find out later on, I have maybe perhaps chosen Arsenal for something else, or plural. So I think it'll actually be close, like final day close. But City will pull it out. And I feel sick saying that. But there we go. Uh, Where will Arsenal finish in the Premier League? Well, I think Arsenal will finish second uh, on the final day, which will mean that we're closer. But I don't disbelieve that um, Arsenal have a chance of winning the league. Not at all. Just a hunch. Okay, winners of the FA Cup. Newcastle. Newcastle... I've probably got a good taste for it now. And I think that they are the perfect cup team. Um, uh, yeah, the fan base is something else. And I think that taste is going to bring them back to Wembley Stadium. And then my next one is FA Cup finalists. So I think they're going to beat Liverpool in the final. Newcastle versus Liverpool. Newcastle triumphant. 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 Not sure. Either way. Carabao Cup. Arsenal. Well, I had to choose between the two domestic cup competitions because I strongly think that Arsenal will win one simply because we have, alongside City, the best squads in the land. And, of course, as we know, certainly in the Carabao Cup that's uh, what you need. You play your B team, essentially. We all know that. And uh, City have won it, I think, three out of the last four seasons because they had the best squad. No coincidence. Uh, And I think Arsenal are going to be right up there with them. And I think Arteta has the mentality that he wants to go for every tournament. And I think he's going to be upset and therefore push the, the squad players to win the Carabao Cup and push them harder than before. So you're going to have... um. You're going to have players like Smith-Rowe and Trossard and Tierney perhaps and maybe David Raya and a yeah, much higher level of player playing in the, uh, in the Carabao Cup. Whereas last year um, we had some of the academy players, which is fine and good. Some of those guys will, uh, will see their debuts and, and come off the bench. Um, but I think that the intelligent choice is Arsenal or City to win the League Cup simply because of squads. Okay, so Carabao Cup finalists is another one I wanted predicted. So I think we're going to beat Chelsea. And Chelsea, of course, without Europe, have less distractions. Um, I think Pochettino will want to win something much like uh, Mikel Arteta did in his first uh, season. And I think that they'll push hard for domestic cups, but Arsenal will beat them in the final. 
Okay, Champions League winner, Arsenal. That's why Arsenal are not going to win the Premier League. In fact, it's got nothing to do with Arsenal not winning winning the Premier League. I just had a hard time saying to myself and then saying out loud or saying on Twitter or saying anywhere that Arsenal were going to win the Champions League and the Premier League. But I've just had this feeling for quite a while and in my little circle here in Tennessee of very few Arsenal fans, um, we talk about these things and I've said to them, I think Arsenal will win the Champions League before they next win the Premier League. And I don't have any science or smart um, backstory as to why I've come up with that nonsense but I think it's easier to win. Maybe that's why I feel that way. And there was a time last season where I looked at um, the Champions League. I was watching the Champions League, watching AC Milan and Inter Milan get to the semi-final and then Inter get to the final and thinking, Arsenal are better than both of these teams comfortably right now. That's how I felt. And I think you probably did too. And then if I look at it now as to who are the top three teams in Europe right now, I'd say it's Manchester City number one, Real Madrid number two, and Arsenal number three. Um, That's bold, maybe. Um, And the bookies have, I believe it's PSG, Bayern Munich, and Barcelona ahead of Arsenal, as well as City and Real. But I don't know. I'm not just saying because we beat Barcelona in pre-season that we're a better team than them, but I think we are. We're just such a well-coached team. Um, Anyway, I could ramble on, but um, I think in a cup competition, I think Arsenal have got a freebie, honestly, this season. There's no expectation on them winning the Champions League. First time back in it, fans are just happy to be back in it. I think they're going to go all the way. Champions League finalists, so Arsenal, obviously. And I think we're going to beat Barcelona in the final. And I put that because I think that... um, Is it karma? Is that what you call it? From way back when, over a decade ago, when VAR should have uh, been invented and we would not have lost that final, would have gone to extra time. But I want to believe that we're going to play Barcelona because that's the team I want to beat in the final. So there you go. Okay. Da, 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 da. Let me see. Top scorer. No, let's go to this one. Arsenal's top scorer. That's tough, isn't it? That's tough. And I like that it's tough. I like that we had three guys who essentially got between was it between 40 and 50 goals last season. And then if you add on Jesus and Nketiah's goals, that's up to about 60. Much more healthy than City having one guy score 50. So I'm going to go with Martinelli. Um, that one's a bit of a blind dart throw. But um, there you go. Gabriel Martinelli, no particular reason other than, um, again, a hunch. Like hunches. Fixture with the most Arsenal goals. Now, I've just put this out on Twitter. I hope people understand not really wanting to know the score of the game. I and mean, we could have fun with that and you could tell me the score. But um, 
I think that'll be the game where, or this will be the game where Arsenal will score the most goals, which will be Arsenal at home to Luton. And that's probably the most likely anyway, right? But I think they're going to absolutely run riot. And I've got this prediction that Luton um, are going to have, they're going to beat Derby County, who had the lowest points total in in Premier League history way back, early 2000s, I think. Um, and I, I don't think they're even close to being ready for this level. So Arsenal-Luton will be where Arsenal score the most goals, and I think it's going to be in the 7-8 range. There you go. This was a good one. I came up with this one. What's the score going to be when we play Manchester City home and away? So nobody else in their prediction podcasts. Uh, had that one, and I wanted to come up with some original stuff just to be original so people don't get bored of listening to the same predictions. So here's some more boldness. Arsenal 3, City 0 at the Emirates, and City 2, Arsenal 2 at the Etihad. That was fun. I enjoyed saying that. Three surprises at Arsenal this season. Now, that's a very broad... One, um, so I've gone with uh, Leo Trossard will win Player of the Year. I think that would be a surprise, not because we don't rate him, because I think everybody does, but I don't know that people think he's going to get quite enough playing time in order to win that, but I think he will. He seems to be the one that's knocking hardest on the door, and he can replace at least three players or three positions in the team. And I think that, much like Jurian Timber he's going to end up with a whole lot of playing time. And if he carries on in the same vein that he did last season, I think it was 10 assists and a goal from January onwards, which is sensational, really, then he is going to rock the league and uh, and rock the Emirates. So that's one surprise. I think that's a surprise. Second one, Jorginho will play more minutes than Thomas Partey. And I don't know if I believe that because of, of injuries. I just have this feeling that Jorginho is going to um, be a much more um, he's going to be he's going to be on the field a lot more than I think people realise I was trying to think of a smarter way of explaining that but that's the bottom line okay my third surprise of the season um, I put this out on Twitter I wrote about it in my last blog on Gunnerstown, go read it. Um, I think Arteta will revolutionise or evolve, evolutionise uh, goalkeeping. I think uh, all the best coaches in the game, in the history of the game, have all been responsible for revolutionising a part of the game. And I think he's going to be the one that does it with the goalkeepers. So as soon as the David Raya rumour came out, I was wondering how we're going to use him, what's this going to look like? And I thought to myself, well, you've got five subs, 100-minute games now, nine guys on the bench. I think we're going to see uh, to where at halftime, maybe before, possibly after, but about halfway through the game, if Arteta sees that it's a game that we're struggling to penetrate, yet the other team looks susceptible to the ball behind that he will substitute David Raya on and Ramsdale off. 
And Ramsdale's very good with his feet, but he only kicks well to his to his left, not to his right. Watch for that. That's the truth. Um, and David Ray is just at a level higher and capable of doing what Edison has done, I think, for a few years at City, which is um, having about four or five assists a season. And, you know, football being a low-scoring sport, you just need to win by goal. And so if that means that you have to go direct and you want your goalkeeper to be out 30, 40 yards from goal and ping one over the top. I think that's one of the reasons he's bought David Raya. So I think we're going to see David Raya uh, and maybe even Aaron Ramsdale coming on as one of the five subs rather than waiting for an injury. Okay, three surprises of the season. That was my favourite one. Okay, next youngster to break through. Um, now, pronouncing Yanieri's name, I've said it as if it's with a Y. That's how most people are pronouncing it. I'd heard a different pronunciation. Whatever. You know who he is. I think he's just going to be hard to not pick once he gets on the field. I of the firm belief that if you put either... A an average um, Premier League player or an academy player who's elite for his age in a top team that's a highly functioning top team uh, on top form, then they raise their game and they look better than they actually are just because of who they're playing with and who's around them and the confidence in the group. Um, I've had this... Uh, idea for a while that Mitrovic at Arsenal would be a good idea as an option off the bench and that if you put something like Mitrovic in Arsenal he's going to elevate his level um, and he's going to have obviously more chances to score you know he's a 20 goal a season striker and has proven that in the championship and I know this is the Premier League but he's never had an opportunity to have let's say for the sake of argument, two to three times as many chances per game delivered to him. Same on his national team. It just doesn't happen for him. So what would happen to a player like that? What would happen to Yanieri if he was to uh, play uh, for Arsenal a little more regularly in a team that's so fluid and playing so well? I think that he would rise. So my prediction is that he will break through into the first team, not necessarily to start but find his way um, to the back of the bench and then maybe to the middle of the bench and then make it very hard for Arteta to not pick him. This will probably start, of course, in the Carabao Cup, maybe Champions League uh, group games, FA Cup from the bench. But um, when he signed for Arsenal this summer, I thought there's this young man... I'm not sure that he has much patience. He was nearly out the door, so I think that Arteta's going to have to show him that his um, development is going to be accelerated, and I think he's good enough watching him in pre-season. Anyway, that's enough about that. Okay, now we've got relegation. Um, Okay, I think Luton will finish bottom. I think I've said that already, with a point total around 10. Wolves and West Ham. Well, Wolves are in disarray, and West Ham, even though they've just signed Ward Prowse, and it looks like they're getting, is it McTominay as well? Um, I think they're just playing for free kicks, aren't they, really? I mean, that's what you kind of got to do if you get Ward Prowse. He's the best in Europe. 
and send all the big boys up that West Ham have got biggest team in the league. Anyway, I think David Moyes is just not suited to modern football. He's not ready for it. He can't coach at that level. And uh, there are more and more coaches, if you look in the uh, Premier League, that are playing modern football. Coaches like De Zerbe, uh, Silva, all these guys who are now understanding it. Moyes doesn't understand it. And I think that um, unless he gets fired quickly, West Ham are just going to plummet. I think they will anyway. So West Ham, Wolves and Luton to go down. Got two more. Top five, uh, so I've said City number one, Arsenal two. You're going to think I'm crazy here and you're going to turn off because you're going to think, who's this crazy man saying this nonsense? Here we go. Here's the nonsense. Brighton are coming third. Villa are coming fourth. There's always a surprise in the Premier League. It was probably Newcastle last season, right? who elevated themselves quicker than we probably thought they would. It was Brighton too, to be fair. It was Bournemouth finishing mid-table. There's never a Premier League season that looks like um, a a Mark Lawrenson pre-season prediction where you just put everybody where they should go. Doesn't happen. Brighton, as we all saw looked like the third best football team in the league last year. Now, forget about putting the ball in the back of the net, which sounds stupid. That's what they struggled at. If they can fix that and regularly put the ball in the back of the net, it's going to be hard to stop them because they are so well coached um, and are solid at the back too. Villa are just on a roll and they've made some fantastic signings uh, in the off-season. I do think that Buendia tearing his ACL uh, today is is a big problem for them. But, um, you know, I think that uh, if Unai Emery... You know, if they kidnapped Unai Emery, I think I said this in my blog, uh, when Villa go 1-0 or 2-0 up, or just duct tape his mouth, then I think Villa would win most of their games because that was the problem with him at Arsenal was that he went negative when uh, when when Arsenal went up. And I think he's a nervous guy, so... I think he might be the only reason that they have a chance for top four and he might also be the only reason that they blow it. Um, But anyway, that's wild, isn't it? City, Arsenal, Brighton, Villa, and then I've got Liverpool who will get the last Champions League spot because there's five up for grabs. Uh, And that that was the toughest pick for me, actually, because there's a lot of teams right alongside Liverpool for me. Chelsea, I think, will do a whole lot better. Newcastle will still be up there. I think I've got Tottenham in 13th. You'll be glad to know. I've got one more. Yeah, one more prediction. Here we go. Top score in the Premier League. This one might be even more stupid than me predicting Brighton 3rd and Villa 4th. Ollie Watkins. Okay. So, I just refuse to say Haaland. I just can't do it. Even though my brain tells me I've got to say that word. But I don't want to. So I'm not going to say it. He's going to get injured. He's going to, I don't know, headbutt somebody and get a 23-game ban. Ollie Watkins is going to be the surprise player of the season in the league. He's going to be a goal-scoring machine. And there you have it. They're my predictions. Love to know in the comments. um, Or you'll see on Twitter, I've put all of this stuff out there for you to respond on Twitter. Love to hear what uh, you guys think, but that's my thoughts 
on the podcast. There it is. I'm going to bed. Good night. Bye.